commence primary ignition. Star Wars fans, move milkers everywhere. Welcome to day four of Seven Days of Dengar. This is Jason. This is Gabe. And we got a special guest with us. We got Brandon from Talkie Bay 94. Brandon, welcome to Seven Days of Dengar. Hello, everyone. I am just so I'm just so thrilled to be here. I really cannot um, put it into words. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon. Yeah. Dengar. I love Dengar. I love I love anyone in Star Wars, period. But I especially love people that have toilet paper on their head, that don't have any lines, that are in the background, that have their own action figure, that are beautiful and wonderful. And I love Dengar. That is why we have you here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if it was seven days of like, we hate Dengar, you know? So that was kind of me testing the waters a little bit. I didn't want to go too, too in love with Dengar. But good to hear that you guys also, I assume, love Dengar. I feel like Seven Days of Dengar, I feel like something we're doing is we're trying to to know Dengar. Who is Dengar? Why is Dengar? Where is Dengar? You could almost call it the seven layers of Dengar. (laughs) If if he was a burrito at Taco Bell, we're going through all the ingredients. Oh, man. Can you imagine at the next celebration, the Chipotle next to the convention center, they can make you a Dengar burrito? What would be in that? What would the, what would the ingredients of that be? Uh, they could just cut a hole in the end of the <laughs> of their normal burrito. It would be fine. An open-faced Dengar burrito. I mean, they could make literally hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'll, uh, I'll let Pop Reed know. Just read yeah. Pop. I'll let yeah. them know. Two little black beans for eyes. A piece of... Uh, <laughs> Green pepper for a mouth. <laughs> Just wrap it in paper towel. And that's good enough. <laughs> this is such a good idea. What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Dengar. We're talking about Dengar. This is this is day four mm-hmm. of seven days of Dengar. Brandon, what I understand you brought us some interesting Dengar related information. Sure. Well, I, I'm glad that you asked at the beginning of this, I don't know, tangent of who is Dengar? Who is Dengar? And that was the mission that you know, Jason reached out to me earlier about coming on, and I, I really did a lot of research and information about who Dengar is. And, and who I want to talk about today is a man named Morris Bush. Do you guys know who Morris Bush is? You can probably tell by context clues who Morris Bush is. Is he Dengar? <laughs> he, he, is, he is the man, the man behind the toilet paper, the man behind the wrap, the man behind the burrito, Morris Bush. English boxer turned actor turned Dengar, um, or as his friends called him, Maury. We as and I think we should call him for the rest of the episode, Maury. Maury Bush. I can. I mean, if you wanted, if this sounded interesting to you and to maybe the Blast Points listeners, I could give a brief history of Maury and the work that he had done 
and then maybe something that he did for Star Wars. If that, I don't know if that sounds interesting though. That could just be something that's a terrible idea. Actually, Brandon, we are out of time, so we have got to just cut this. <laughs> off. No, no, yes. Okay, here's here's as much as about Maury that we know. Because let me start with something sad. Like all all good stories can end with with tragedy, and I'll, I'll start it with the tragedy, which is Maury Bush passed away in 1999 before anyone knew he had played Dengar, which is which is actually kind of crazy in like the grand scheme of Star Wars, you know, hyperfixation. Cause we feel like we know every single person that ever touched anything in Star Wars. And it's very rare for someone to kind of pass through without us real- realizing who it was. And so Maury Bush is a great example of that um, where he passed away in 1999. And really I have the insider pulled out next to me. It was only until 2000, the insider issue, um, number 47, I believe, which was, you will recognize the cover, the 20th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back, iconic insider cover. But they finally interviewed Jeremy Bullock and Dave Prowse about, about their friend Maury. It's really fascinating because he started as an English boxer and found his way into uh, film afterwards. And so the, the way that you can track that career is apparently he was friends with Peter Diamond, the stunt director on the original Star Wars movies. And so the initial rumor is he did all these movies. He did Hammer movies. He was on screen with Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee and did all these things. Um, And then there's an incredible thing that everyone listening should just look up called Son of Dracula. And if you look at the poster of Son of Dracula, there's Harry Nielsen as Dracula. There's Ringo Starr as Merlin. And then in the corner of this poster... It really is. And I hope that you guys can post it and I'll probably post it too. In the corner of this poster is Frankenstein's monster played by Maurice Bush, Frankenstein's monster, Dengar himself. Really just incredible, incredible to see that in person. The world's first rock and roll Dracula movie. The son of Dracula is Nielsen at its hottest. Ringo at his magical magnificence. Para at its funniest. Dracula, rated PG. Which is wild because we were talking about this and looking at this poster before we started recording, and I'd never heard of this movie in my life. (laughs) 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 Harry Nielsen is Dracula and Ringo Starr is Merlin. I'm sure it's very high quality, uh, and it's apparently just streaming on YouTube, so anyone can watch it, anyone can enjoy it, and I'm sure... It's super high quality, right? There's no reason that it wouldn't be high quality. So it apparently has seven hit songs in it. So <laughs> commentary coming to the Blast Plains Army in a matter of days. So. <laughs> we'll just record that right after uh, this segment. It just, I'm sure, yeah, that everyone will be very pumped to listen to two hours of that. So we've talked about Maury before Star Wars, right? We've kind of covered he was a very famous English boxer and really. Um, this is a side note, but I, since I collect autographs, he is one of the rarest Star Wars autographs, period, which is very interesting. And the only way to get his autograph is if you are like actively searching for English boxers from the 50s. So if you're good at eBay, that's your way to get it. But people are uh, picking that up left and right because if you want an English program from 1954 of Maury Bush's autograph, there's a place for you on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it because because as we said no one knew that he was Dengar until after he had passed away which is very sad but he got involved with Star Wars because of Peter Diamond 
And then here's where the story gets a little bit muddled. If you go onto Wikipedia, there is, there is a story that I have been told is slightly exaggerated. And so I will tell that story because it is a great story. But then you'll have to take it with a grain of salt because of the person that said it. So in Dave Prowse's autobiography, <laughs> okay, Dave Prowse, again, for people listening, Darth Vader, in his autobiography, he mentions Morris Bush as his stand-in, um, specifically for Empire Strikes Back. But he also mentions that the first appearance of Morris Bush in Star Wars, in the Star Wars trilogy, was in actually A New Hope. And does anyone want to guess what scene Dave Prowse said Morris Bush was in? I'm trying to think of a scene where Darth Vader's really far away. <laughs> <laughs> So, so something, something in the Death Star hangar when he's like in the distance. You're close because because the rumor, and if you go on Wikipedia, it says it is Darth Vader's foot that is that is touching the cloak of Obi Wan, you know, to see if he's alive or dead after he you know disappears into the Force is apparently Morris Bush and not Dave Prowse. It was Dave Prowse's stand-in. That being said, if you look at the call sheet, so I've done a lot of research for this episode, guys. Okay, I've done a lot of research. The call sheet does not say Morris Bush. So it seems like Dave Prowse, rest in peace, also lying um, and just got his stand-ins mixed up. But he was Darth Vader's stand-in in Empire Strikes Back and was in a Hoth corridor as Darth Vader. Shows up there. And then Dave Prowse upset in his autobiography because he had to get a new stand-in because they were like, wait, this guy pretty good. This guy should be a bounty hunter. And that bounty hunter, does anyone have any guesses of who that bounty hunter is? It's Dengar. It's the answer. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Morris Bush then plays Dengar to incredible acclaim. Everyone loves him. And then here's a fascinating thing, which I never really realized, but Dengar appears in Jabba's Palace in Return of the Jedi. And apparently, confirmed by Jeremy Bullock during a Celebration Europe panel, that was also Morris Bush, not just like a random dude in paper towels. Again, do we believe that? I don't know. I would like to believe that. But that is the history of of Mr. Bush. I feel like by knowing who the man behind Dengar was, I feel like it's brought us a little closer into knowing who Dengar was. It kind of makes you sad because, you know, in the 90s, there was the men behind the mask thing. Even if they had wanted Dengar, he isn't really behind a mask. He's like the only one in front of the mask. So he doesn't really fit in with the rest of the, the rest of the game. Yeah, it, it is a, um, a very interesting because there's a few names in Star Wars that now we kind of know. Larry Ward is another great example. Uh, the voice of Greedo and Jabba the Hutt. And like Ben Burt had mentioned him a bunch of times, but it wasn't until after his passing that people like actually knew who he was. And so part of me is kind of sad that honestly, because if you can imagine Morris Bush and Larry Ward on the convention circuit, signing all the bounty hunter multi-signed photos, just living it up, having a blast on the men behind the mask tour 2020, you know, but, but we can remember him here on the blast points podcast. I feel like this is, this is our tribute to, to Maury Bush. Brandon, do you feel like, the mystery of Maury Bush and the fact that we didn't even know he played Dengar or we didn't even know who Dengar was added to the mystique of Dengar for all those years. Oh, 100%. And and that whole scene, I know we're just talking about Dengar, but you can also think of like IG-88 
right? Like I'm I'm literally looking at this page from Insider 47. It says Dengar Mori Bush and then IG88, Paul Klein, question mark. Like even Insider didn't know who these dudes were. And it's uh it's very interesting because we all really gravitated towards their toys and just imagining whole backstories from them just by seeing them for moments. And it's kind of nice that we've been able to create those own stories, but kind of sad that they weren't able to partake in that, I feel like. Star Wars is tragedy. The story of Dengar is tragedy. So, so Brandon, who is Dengar? Who is Dengar? Is Dengar an English boxer turned background actor turned bounty hunter? Is Dengar just a, a simple bounty hunter trying to uh, rescue Boba Fett from the Sarlacc pit? Or is Dengar just Maury Bush, who just wanted to act? who had a great career as a boxer, 24 KOs, 12 TKOs, and then wanted to explore his love of acting. Who can say? All I know is I want Maury. That's all I want. Well, and I would say his, uh, his acting in Empire Strikes Back was a KO. He can, he can <laughs> add that to the list because that was a knockout. It was a knockout and a TKO. It was all, all the abbreviations all put together. <sighs> I'll edit his Wikipedia right now while we're on this. <laughs> I think this episode is officially dedicated to the late, great Maury Bush. And from all of us here, I think we thank him greatly. Because I don't think he, he – I, I know he didn't get the credit while he was alive. But now he has a whole podcast episode just about him. With, there would be no Seven Days of Dengar without what Maury Bush did. So, Maury Bush, wherever you are, thank you. So, Brandon, if people are living under a rock and they don't know about Talking Bay 94, what is the deal? What is the deal? What is Well, people living under a rock or people that just haven't gotten a new episode in two months, uh, <laughs> both of those. <laughs> Talking Bay 94 is me. I talk to the people that uh, worked on Star Wars or that were in Star Wars. New episodes are coming uh, at some point, there are a bunch of really great ones I have uh, in the queue. I just talked to Meredith Salinger just about Star Wars, which was a really big waste of her time, but I had a great time. <laughs> it was it was so nice. Uh, but some really cool interviews coming up. Um, but yeah, you can find me everywhere on podcasts and then on Twitter, especially is where I, I am hanging out the most at Talking Bay ninety four. And you know our deal, Apple Podcast Reviews, uh, leave a little something nice. And if you want to support us in a different way, we've got the Blast Points Army on Patreon with tons of bonus episodes. And we have our website, BlastPointsPodcast.com. And we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This was day four of Seven Days of Dengar with Brandon from Talking Man 94. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us on day four here. Thank you guys for having me and letting me you know, rant just a tiny bit about Maury Bush. Anytime you want to talk about Dengar, we're here <laughs> for three for three more days, <laughs> <laughs> or at least yeah, at least at the end of the week. Yeah. Just give us a call. <laughs> so, thank you, everyone. Tune in again tomorrow for day five of Seven Days of Dengar. Bye bye. <laughs> Get everyone real depressed. Just like a real sad episode, yeah. I say this is kind of in the middle where we have to get dark before we uh before the light at the end of the It's the dark middle chapter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.